Hey, welcome to season two of the Change Today podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Akila Kade, founder of Change Today, a diversity consulting firm making sure women, people of color, and underserved communities feel safe and can be their best selves in the workplace. Kade is my last name, and in French, it means soldier. So we talk about how people are soldiers of change, personally or professionally. This season, we have great guests sharing their story with you, and I'm so happy that you've decided to come back and share another season with me. Remember to like and subscribe so that you know when all of the new episodes are coming up, and I really appreciate your support. So let's take it away and enjoy this episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Change Today podcast. I am super excited to talk to the woman that knows everything about money and has been a joy in my life personally and professionally, which is Denitha Doe. You have such a great name. Do you know that? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. You've had to hear that before. I... I've heard it before, but it's not like I don't soak in those compliments each and every oh, yeah. time. Yeah. I I mean, you've got a great name too. I do, which is why it's staying the same. When I'm <laughs> fortunate enough to get married, I'll be like, I love you, but you do you know how good this name is? I became a doctor with this name. I'm going to keep it. I totally support that. My fiance and I, we decided that I'm keeping my name. It's not even going to be a hyphen. That's, that's not happening. So. No. The kids, like, the kids can have his last name. I'm, I'm confident enough to know that they are my children. So. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, great. thank you. So tell everyone about yourself and all the amazing things you do. Oh, my gosh. Well, thanks for saying that I know all the things about money. I learn something new every single day. So I appreciate that compliment. And I am still a student of money. I am the creator of Money and Mimosas, which is my magical corner of the internet, where I share tools on how to elevate your self-worth and net worth. I I consider myself a writer, an entrepreneur, a manifester. And, and I'm on a journey of self-discovery. That is who I am. And that's what I invite our readers to explore as well. Elevate self-worth and net worth? Is yes. that what you Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to be your quote when this is promoted. <laughs> Ooh, thank you. I'm all about both sides of it. I believe that they go hand in hand. So tell us a little bit more about that. Elevating self-worth and net worth. Well, in my experience, the the path of becoming rich, and I say that unapologetically, I've always wanted to be rich from a very, very, very young age. I've always wanted to have a lot of money. And I've always seen money as this beautiful, magical tool to experience life to the greatest potential that I could experience it. And in order to achieve that attaining riches, I realized along the journey that a lot of that had to do with my Mm self-esteem. A lot of that had to do with my inner belief, my confidence, whether that was once I became a business owner, being able to say my price with confidence and being willing to receive that payment. Whether when I was working at a company, it was being able to advocate for myself, whether that was my salary or just in a meeting, my ideas and my thoughts and and my perspective. 
whether it was in any situation, negotiating in any situation, um, a lot of that has to do with how I felt about myself and if I was confident in my abilities. And so the combination of the two, I see go hand in hand, elevating self-worth and elevating your net worth. Um, Some feedback, pushback that I'll get sometimes is, well, someone's worth isn't dependent upon the money that they have in their bank account. Why Mm -hmm. are you saying that just because someone so has a high net worth that they are intrinsically more valuable than someone else? And that is not the definition of self-worth. Self-worth, the definition is self-esteem, the the belief in one's own abilities and confidence in one's own abilities. So the higher your confidence is, the higher your net worth will be. And, um, and that's where that, that phrase came from. That is so true and incredibly powerful. Like you, I, I think later in life, I was like, oof, it'd be nice to make money. But it wasn't from, you know, wanting to like be like an asshole or, you know, like um, a millionaire who didn't have care or concern. Not that there aren't those types of individuals out there. But I knew if I was able to make a lot of money that I could be able to do what I wanted to do, you know, personally and professionally, and then role model the behavior of how people should kind of show up and live in this world. Um, I'm a secret, I'm like Beyonce, I'm a secret money giver, like giving money out and, you know, supporting causes or people or individuals. Um, and that's because I don't need the attention from that. That's also another Virgo problem. We don't, we don't want the attention. We can't, we don't do well. We do not do well with that. I can take three compliments and then the fourth one, I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I got it. I got it. Oh gosh, I got it. Um, I was in a room full of uh, current fellows at this fellowship I do and alumni um, from the past uh, couple of years. And there was a question about like, what's the coaching like? And I was a coach for the first two years and this year they have new coaches. Um, and they're like, oh my God, Akila this and Akila that. And I was like, so someone want to ask another question? Like, can we, you know, oh, um, go back with that. But I just love how you tie in um, self-worth and net worth because you're absolutely right. Like when you have unstoppable confidence, you literally cannot be stopped because it's unstoppable confidence, right? So you can have endless opportunities of what you want to do. Yeah. yeah, and confidence shows up differently for different people. Yes. Um, it's really a matter of being comfortable in your own skin. I loved how you said, you know, as a Virgo, I don't necessarily like all the attention ever, or at least not a ton of attention on me. And that is totally fine. I think that everyone's journey is different. For me, I love attention. And that is something that I've had to own because saying Wait, you're that- a, You said you're a Libra? I'm a Taurus. You're a Taurus. Do you guys like attention? I don't know if Tauruses, generally speaking, like attention. I Because I'm like, Leos. I know the Leos do. Yes, they do. I, yeah, and it's, well, it's interesting to say that is also, um, it gives people, it makes people uncomfortable to own that Mm -hmm. desire. And it's all about confidence, I feel, is just, owning our desires, whatever that is. Mm. 
And yeah. But so that, that's also where both of us come in of figuring out how, what, what is the desire that you want to own and, you know, take hold of. I talk about fear a lot. Sometimes that's going through, you know, fear of things that happened, you know, professionally or personally that may limit that, you know, that confidence um, to get to the point where people want to go. Um, but with that said, because you are very confident, super cute, you have a strong brand, <laughs> which I enjoy. Um, I enjoy liking your posts and, you know, all your content that comes out. But um, this is the time where I get to ask you, how are you a change today? How are you someone who has been able to be a soldier of change in, in your life? Mm, I love this question. And I'm going to proudly wear that being a change today. Yay! Spread the word. Maybe I'll get more money. Yeah. <laughs> I will. And um, I believe I've done this in my personal life and I hope that it comes through in my work that we each have the power to create our own reality. And that is transformative in the world of money where it is very cookie cutter and it's very much about follow this step-by-step path that some person that probably looks nothing like you and doesn't have the same desires as Mm -hmm. you or the same values possibly as Mm -hmm. you, just follow this path though and that's going to be what determines your financial success. And that is not the case. And I believe each of us has the ability to create our own reality and money is one of those tools to be able to do that. And so that's how I see myself as a change today. I love that so much. I'm over here just taking notes of all these quotes that you're giving me, but um, the power to change your own reality is very true. And you've done that probably more than once in your career because even just getting into the financial space, it's taking you to places beyond, um, especially because you do connect, you know, wellness and, and money, um, you know, putting the two together. I probably shared this before, but when I was working for the um, San Francisco Health Department, I feel like I, I, I felt like I arrived because when I was getting my undergrad in uh, public health, we were essentially taught, like, in order to be successful in the space, you're working at a university, you know, a health department or health system. And if you got one of these jobs um, where you would get a pension, you arrived. And that was what I was taught, right, as far as my, you know, financial goal was getting a job where I had a pension because then I would be taken care of. But this job was awful. And I had multiple roles. And every one of them ended up being incredibly awful and hurtful mentally and then overall confidence, right, and my self-worth of how I showed up in the workplace. So in a plot twist, when I went full-time into my business now with Change Today, I cashed out my pension. Yeah. Yeah. So I took it all, um, and that's how I funded my business. And... I, it's, you know, temporary sacrifice type of thing, but it was for a couple of reasons. One, I'm black, so I wasn't going to get a business loan. Or if I did, it wouldn't be enough to sustain anything or I'd have really crazy terms. Um, I don't own anything, so I didn't have anything to like put up. Um, and 
I knew that in, in a weird way, like having that money from such a horrible place allowed me to be this great, confident person who has endless earning potential. Endless. Because I can have multiple streams of income. I can do all these different things. Um, it's just kind of nice. Because it's like, it's like the best fuck you to them. Yes. You know? <laughs> I love that. Well, a couple of things with that too. So the conventional path would say, cashing out your pension plan is a bad idea. It's like cashing out your 401k. The idea is that you're supposed to keep it in there for the long term because that's where you see the the returns. And that works for some people. And then for others, it doesn't. And so this idea of creating your own reality, you create your own financial reality and you made a bet on yourself and winners never give up on themselves so that you you knew that you were a sure bet. And you were also doing something that um, made you feel good. Yes, you also have endless earning potential, but and you also did not feel good in the situation that you were in. So it was a combination. And I love that you brought that up because when I started my work, just a couple of years into it, I saw the connection between wealth and wellness, how our money impacts our emotions and how it impacts our physical health and our mental health. And I can't tell you how many times, Akila, so many people would look at me crazy. Yeah. That connection. And for me, I didn't have any data to back this up. It was just intuition. Like I saw it in my own life. I couldn't understand how anyone could not see it. So it was almost, it it was painful at first because people would question my, my expertise because I was seeing these connections that wasn't being supported by data. And then fast forward to 2017, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. So the governmental agency that's in place to protect all of our financial health um, with different regulations, such as, for instance, credit card companies have to disclose how much interest they're charging you. That seems obvious, but there's a regulation in place so that they do that. And that's put in place by this agency. This agency in 2017 produced a report, 112 pages on financial well-being, making the connection between wealth and wellness, how our money impacts our can lead to depression, causes stress, causes anxiety. It can also do the opposite if we're in a healthy financial place of boosting our motivation and confidence and feeling good about ourselves. They would produce a report connecting all of those dots. And and it's amazing that now, it's amazing and it's heartbreaking that it's taken so long, but it's amazing that we're now in a space where we start to see things from a more integrative holistic approach, particularly in the financial space, because denying the emotional side of it and the emotional impacts of money and the psychological impacts of money is part of the reason why we're in a system that has such devastating inequality and inequities. Yeah, exactly. And right now we're obviously recording this in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) you know, we're seeing the outcome of health and wealth um, with access to testing, um, you know, racial health disparities, and the list goes on, right? Um, And so literally, you know, if you have more money, you have a higher chance of saving your life, you know? And that is not how things should be. 
at all. Um, and then it's, I want to applaud you on the fact that you kept going at the connection with health and wealth, even though people are looking at you like you're crazy. Because sometimes when people are looking at you like you're crazy, you're actually onto something because you're working through the fear that some other people have about something. But you know, if you're living check to check, how is that healthy for your body, right? How is that healthy for a partnership or a family if you're living check to check? We're laughing because it it's so clearly obvious. It's very obvious. But this is where it goes into one of my favorite things, power and privilege. So the people who are saying you're crazy, they have endless amounts of money in comparison to people who can see the connection. Primarily, if you're low income, a person of color, any status, any level, income level, you still feel the same way because it's like, am I getting promoted? Will I get the loan? Can I buy the house? Can I do this? You know, um, whatever those factors may be. So I love that you just stayed the course with it. Super important. And also pandemic, COVID-19, um, that's happening now too. It's like, mm, I have health insurance. It'll be fine. Or I have access to get a test. It'll be fine, right? Whereas I don't have access to a test. I have a doctorate, but I don't, you know, who's going to, how am I, you know? Um, or not having that lived experience to know what it's like to be either check to check or not having access to money. That's the other thing. Yes. And this experience, it's devastating on a lot of levels. It's also promising in some ways too, because for people who have not experienced economic lockdown before, have not experienced not being able to have control over their day-to-day life, are now experiencing that. And I'm hopeful that it opens up a greater sense of empathy for this experience that's been the lived experience for so many people for so long. And now collectively we're going through it on different and varying levels. Yeah. But collectively no one can say that they aren't impacted by this in some regard. And I'm hoping that it really sheds a light on the brokenness of our system. Um, Yeah. There's no reason why we don't have universal healthcare. This has been something we've been talking about for years, four years. And it's, a tired story, but it needs to happen. And we're realizing, oh, yes, the well-being of my neighbor actually does impact my experience. (laughs) Yes, we are all connected. The ability of my neighbor to be able to pay their bills with ease and grace. We're not talking about just surviving. Everyone, that's basic and not everyone has that experience. So we need to get to at least there. And then we need to realize that it's not just about surviving. When our neighbor feels good about their financial state, about their health, that makes my experience that much better. And everyone's experience that much better. And if it's not okay, then it does harm me as well. So yeah, I'm hoping that this experience opens up the eyes of people who who have been walking around with the veil of privilege and haven't paid attention to this. So much privilege. Um, which leads me to my next question for you. PPP. <laughs> Let's talk about that. I'm, everyone listening, I'm going to get some great advice. <laughs> so do you want to tell everyone what it is? 
So the Paycheck Protection Plan is one of the many rollouts that the U.S. government has put in place to help navigate what is going to be a financial fallout. It's already a financial fallout. We're trying to collectively figure out how we can mitigate the impacts of this. Um, so this plan is one of many to, to help entrepreneurs, small business owners, independent contractors, as well as employees as well. There's some, there's some aspects of it that covers employees as well to be able to get a part of your paycheck covered. Mm -hmm. um, if you've had to, if you've lost employment or lost revenue streams as a business owner, um, there are a lot of different options out there. So I would suggest that everyone looks at all of the options that are made available to them. So PPP is one. We live in the Bay Area. There are a ton of options, low interest loans or grants through the city of San Francisco, the city of Oakland. Um, if your listeners are in Los Angeles, Los Angeles has a $10 million fund that they are dedicating to small business owners specifically. Oh, wow. Yes. And so each of these options, including the PPP, they each have um, different requirements. So some require that you have maybe at least two employees or less than 50 employees, or your earnings are less than 2.5 million for some of the grants that I've been seeing. I would like um, to yes. <laughs> so, so my point though, is that to, to go through each of these options, um, you can, the, we have them on moneyandmimosas.com. We have four options that are listed there. You can also go to sba.gov. Um, you can also go to, um, if you type in disaster, economic disaster plan in Google, there will be options that will pop up. Mm -hmm. But go through all of them because they each they each have their own requirements. And the, the idea is that they're trying to spread a wide net to cover as many if not all types of businesses, whether you're a freelancer, like you're really the only one wearing mm -hmm. the hat. Previously, freelancers were not protected at all. You right. know, if we lost a client, then whatever, that's on you. And now right. there are options. Another great organization to look into is the Freelancers Union that's out of New York. Um, they also have an office here in San Francisco where they... Um, they're working hard to create some sort of unemployment insurance for freelancers. So, yeah, so they are involved on the policy side um, in terms of protecting freelancers and then also helping freelancers with you know, different tools around how to build your business, how to transition to being 100% virtual and right. all of those things. So check that, them out as well. They'll have a ton of options listed. Um, my overall suggestion is to... Um, give yourself a chance. Like, look at what the Aww. options are. That was so yeah. cute. I know. I mean, it's been a struggle because I for sure don't want to, I don't want a loan. Like, I don't want a loan at all because I'm trying to be, not trying, I'm in a better, <laughs> I'm in a, I'm in a better financial situation. I'm not trying to accrue any additional debt. Um, ever but definitely like <laughs> right now um but I I because I do think about money all the time as a business owner but think about it more in a pandemic who knew um 
the the PPE PP PPE is another thing, but PPP, <laughs> another form of protection, um, does sound interesting for myself, so that I would be able to get you know some free money essentially to make sure that I'm okay because. If I'm okay, then my team's okay. Um, you know, so, and that's what I care most about. I, I don't want, so far, so good. Like, the business will make it through coronavirus, but that's not without sacrifices. And the sacrifices are only coming from me, you know? And I'll say, because I'm a Black woman, this is something that we have become too accustomed to, is sacrificing ourselves and putting others first. And we've had to for a long time. And part of my journey with money 2019 was transformative for me in terms of highlighting the areas in my life where I was, I was proudly being the strong independent woman and it was killing me. Yeah. And, um, and I see I've seen that in my life and I see it with money, especially how I, I relate to money, how I see some of my black sisters relate to money that we will, we will put other people first before our own financial health. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we don't have to do that. No, we don't, which is why I should PPP. Um, so that I will, you know, won't have to make um, as much or any sacrifice in that case. I feel like now, so we're recording this when there's a full moon tonight. Tell everyone about this full moon. This is important. Yes, yes. Oh, and this is such a great transition. Great. Mm -hmm. So the full moon tonight, April 2020 full moon, it's under Libra. So Libras are all about balance and harmony and this full moon is a super moon meaning there's super energy just a lot of energy behind it it's also a pink moon my interpretation of this moon this is how i'm feeling it and people can listen to this and take what resonates and discard what doesn't um with this pink super full moon what it's asking for us to do is to find we're being called very strongly to get in alignment with our highest self, meaning an elevated way of being. So the things that I like to say, the tools that got you to where you are now are likely not going to be the same tools you'll need going forward. The tools that got you through survival mode are not going to be the same tools that'll get you to thriving. And so it's calling for us to shed some of those old habits, behaviors, attitudes, way of being. Sometimes it's going to be relationships um, and shed them. We know, each of us knows what that means for ourselves. The -hmm. the moon is illuminating that right now. And it's not about, this isn't a season of judgment. It's about accepting that there's a season for everything. And those things that were working before, that was what the season called for. Right. And we're in a very dis- different season now. We sure are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to, those old ways of being and thinking and those old relationships are not going to make it. They are not going to make it in this elevate, this call of being an ele- elevated way of being. A perfect example, because sometimes 
I feel like sometimes when we say old habits, old behaviors, they don't work. Usually the, probably the mind goes to, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to um, work out more. I'm going to um, drink less. Right. Sometimes, sometimes those old way of, uh, old ways of being are things that we thought were helpful qualities. Right. So the word that comes, keeps coming up for me is the word lazy. Mm-hmm. For me, I wouldn't rest because I felt that was lazy. I attached lazy to that. Right. And part of me elevating my way of being is realizing part of what this pink, the pink part of this moon, it's about restoration, yeah. nourishment, restoring. Mm-hmm. And part of restoration is resting. It's in the word. It's in the word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know. Yes. And so some of some of the old ways of being are things like running from appointment to appointment or working endless hours. For some of us, we wore that as like a badge of honor. Like I'm putting in a ton of work. Like that's that's what business owners are supposed to do. And and part of this elevate, elevated way of being, particularly as a black woman. It's about truly stepping into that goddess, that queen way of being, which is you just be and things happen. You just be and you attract money. You just be and the resources come to you. You just be and you open up your inbox and, oh, I was just thinking of this person. I wanted to reach out. And look, they already reached out to me. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to lift a finger. But there's intention behind that, too. Because when you are able to just be, it goes back to how we started this conversation, right? It's the self-worth and the confidence that's there. And I feel like, you know, the passion and purpose, when those things are aligned, things will actually indeed come to you because you're not doing it for necessarily the money. Yes, it's a wonderful thing to have, but you're doing it because it is bringing you some form of joy, right? So, I mean, this morning when I woke up, I shot an email saying like, hey, do you want to partner on this thing? It'll be five figures. And I was like, yes, yes, I do. I'm available. Happy to do that. Um, And that, you know, I didn't do much to get that except for being myself. Exactly. That's it. That's the thing. We, you didn't have to do much. I mean, the work is in being ourselves and we all, I think we can all take a deep breath there because that takes an incredible amount of commitment and focus and self-belief. And so there is work. It's just a different kind of work. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's 6 a.m. Let me do a scheduled send for this so I don't look eager. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it did did go out. But... um, the one thing that is coming to mind was when um, we we're going to be, we, we are clearly going to do lots of cool things together, but uh, we connected over harmony. So it just makes sense that, you know, we have this harmonious moon, this, uh, you know, restorative moon that's happening. So I'm not going to say I was one of those people who was always busy, but I will, I mean, yes, I was, I was, I am and was busy, but um this coronavirus has made me sit the fuck down and I haven't done that 
in a while. So, you know, I was walking around with a cane because my leg wasn't healing, but I didn't have time for it to heal besides the pockets of time that I had. Um, So now I'm in a place to like recover, restore right from that. But I have been sleeping so much and or doing nothing. And I think it's not think. I know it's because I'm tired. I have been building this business for over three years. I mean, I've had it longer, but full time over three years. And it's just been nonstop. I've been hustling nonstop, nonstop, nonstop to the next thing to make it all work. And now there's a time where I have enough contracts to make it, you know, through coronavirus. I um, can rest my, my body and I could like also like focus on my mental health too and um, take advantage of that. Now, with that said, I will say that it's really important to share that even though we're many of us are in shelter in place, it doesn't mean you have to create something. It doesn't mean you have to come up with a side hustle. It doesn't mean you have to figure out your entire life's purpose. But what it does mean is that you do have opportunities to reflect. You have opportunities to grow, reconnect, right? And however you were going to do that, do it for you. Like these memes coming out saying like, if you don't come out of this with a new project or revenue stream or, you know, whatever the thing is, you failed. You're just lazy. It's like going back to that word that you said. No, it's not being lazy. It's literally listening to your mind, body, and spirit. Yes. Right? And there's power. There's like an insane amount of power in that. Um, And I just want to share that you, when we we're chatting about some things and I was like, yeah, people are just, they're not going to pay me enough for a webinar since we're moving to virtual format. You know, um, they're just not going to pay me my, my in-person rate. It's just like not going to happen. And you were like, yeah, you need to change your wording around that. And I was like, Oop. <laughs> that was well received. <laughs> Thanks for opening, being open to receive that. And that, and those are, I, I look forward to when I have those moments of, ooh, I am, that is a limiting thought. That is a limiting yes. belief. That's, those yeah. moments of awareness are gems. Even before yeah. the money comes in, that awareness, that's where the riches are. That's the yes. true wealth. <laughs> yes, clarity purpose and passion around that clarity around your purpose and passion yeah like you said that is where the wealth is and the yeah. money will come the money will come money will come. it always shows up that's one of my mantras the money will always show up the work is in alignment the work is reflecting the work is listening yeah i mean Two weeks ago when I was like, holy shit, how am I going to make it? I'm a small business. I need to pay myself. I need to pay my team. Um, in that week, I was assured that I would have work, like one contract through next year, one pretty much to the end of, of this year. And I was like, ooh, okay. I was able to take a, you know, a breath. Um, then I only checked my mail like, once a week because I have to go out into into the, the public spaces, right, to my, my mailbox. Into the wild. Into the wild. And there was a five-figure check in the mail. And I was like, I'm confused because I'm confusion. That's how I felt. Because I was like, wait, 
Um, I sent a contract over and you never sent a sign one back. So I just, and this is weeks ago. So I just assumed, you know, because it was like the bubbling of coronavirus. I just assumed like many people, things were going to be on hold, which is fine. And so when there was a safer time to do the work, we'd do the work. And I was like, what? I quickly deposited that check um, to, because a lot of people don't realize that checks are contracts. They're legally binding documents, Mm -hmm. right? So when you deposit a check from someone that you've done work with, or even, you know, if you're paying rent or whatever, um, people are agreeing to the terms of the contract, which is a dollar amount. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, like, today, there's earthquake retrofitting construction happening in the building that I live in. We were notified yesterday that the water would be turned off. And then we got a, a notification saying it won't be turned off because of permitting. The landlord will get back to us. Okay. I was like, cool. So, you know, so 1130. Uh, I woke up at 6 today, so I was having a, an old person's lunch at 1130. I go to put my water on. No water. Also received no notification. So when I pay my rent, you know, this month, it will be deducted a day. Because I, you have to have water and gas, heat, in order to pay rent for an apartment. And I live in an apartment. And I won't do it. So I'm not going to pay it. And then once he deposits the check, he can't come back and say, you owe me money. Because you agreed to the terms of the contract, which is a check. Yeah, so he has to hold on to that check if he wants to ever come back exactly. to you about it. Yep. Yes. And so, yeah, that's, yeah, that's knowing your information, knowing your rights, also confidence that oh, I, yeah. yeah, this is the experience. Yeah, no, I love all of that. And yes, going back to the money coming in, because mm-hmm. you did a lot of work to lay Oh, did work absolutely. leading up to that. Um, I'm the queen of strategy in planting uh, seeds. Planting seeds. I love that yeah. you said that because um, what's been feeling, what April has been feeling like for me is the watering of those seeds right. that have been planted. So I love that you said, you know, resting and inherent in that is trusting as well. And this is the time to to really practice those muscles of, being open Absolutely. to receiving, trusting, resting, mm-hmm. um, because there will be a time to take action. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. there, there, things move in seasons. The earth moves in seasons. We as humans are in season, uh, one season to the next. And so this is a season of restoration and there will be a season of blooming. There will be a season of taking action. There will be a season of harvesting, a season of joy, of celebration. Mm-hmm. So each of us are, are gifted with this opportunity to reflect and, and to really tune in and listen so that we know what our seasons are right. and move in harmony with that going forward. So I have to ask you, how do you celebrate the little wins? Mm. As often as I can, I love <laughs> celebrating. I love celebrating. It's my favorite thing to do. Usually with a mimosa, mm-hmm. every week I do a money date and I celebrate any win from that week with a mimosa. Um, yeah, that's my favorite way of celebrating. I love that. I love that. I also love when people love to celebrate because, again, you have more little wins than you do big wins. 
So you might as well celebrate the little ones. Yes, yes, yes. I'm that girlfriend. Like anytime my friends text me that anything's happened in their life, I'm like, oh my gosh, we got to go celebrate. <laughs> it, it, like, it doesn't matter what it is. Like you went for a walk today. Great. We'll this celebrate that. <laughs> the The last um, homework assignment that I received from you was to text this white guy. And I did. And then I told you and you're like, that's great. I mean, it ended up not being that exciting, but it was still fun. <laughs> yes. And so when we can finally get together, we'll have to celebrate that because yeah, I mean, I felt like I had a celebratory text from you. So I was like, thanks. Like I felt good about that. Um, but yeah, when we can get back in person, um, I, you're, you're going to be in my list of people. I will actually hug some people. I will not be hugging moving forward. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I thought about that too. I used to be one of those people that would hug everyone and I'm everyone. That's going to be something I shed. I know. I know. I'm already preparing myself from that because I am touchy feely. And like one of my last speaking gigs, someone was like, what if I'm giving you coronavirus? And I was like, I want your coronavirus. I I didn't, they didn't have it. They didn't have it, but it was just like, it was the buzz, right? Because everything was coming up and it was right before we shut down, like in a shelter in place. And I was like, I do. Because I love hugs so much. It was just a risk that, you know, this is pre-shelter in place. But now, like once we come out of that, no, and I'll be like, oh, virtual hug. That's what I'll say. <laughs> Air high five. Right. <laughs> exactly. Air Oprah hug. <laughs> yes. I don't even think I'm going to shake hands. Like, it's just... Yeah. Not a thing. I'm okay with that. But it is something I'll have to... I say I'm okay with it. And then it is like probably going to be a morning process. There's going to be... I've started the morning process now. I'm sure my therapist appreciates that of many things. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, but just because, you know, um, I have the, the time to like reflect on those types of things. And even like simple things... And I've I've had it with some of my clients too. It's like the thing that you would do to like have your outlet or even to celebrate, sometimes you can't do now, you know? So like, I can't do acupuncture. That was like the biggest stress reliever um, for me. And I can't do that. So it's like, okay, all right. So then I ordered some CBD bath soaks and stuff to just like get the whole body right, you know? Um so we're just like adjusting and, and pivoting. And then I'm always going to be grieving because I'm no longer an able-bodied person. And I've had to, I will continuously have to grieve the loss of the person I will not be able to be anymore because I'm never going to be 100% healthy, which is fine. And it's not me like putting it out in the universe. It's just, I have a rare heart condition. There's no research that's going into it. And so it's a small thing. So it's just an adjustment of life. So I've gotten pretty good at knowing that things will come up and you're going to have to handle them in the moment, but also not being afraid to like prepare yourself for that adjustment or change or take the time to grieve when that thing comes up. Like both of them, it's not one or the other. Both of them are just fine. Oh gosh, I sound, my therapist would be so happy. (laughs) Yes, it's working. (laughs) It is. That is such a word though. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, Emotional tools, psychological tools that many of us were not. I, I think a part of life is picking up those tools. And yeah. in this season, and I think many of us are picking up a lot of different tools. Um, so many different tools. I mean, you know, 
people are going through a lot of things. This is an inward time for a lot of people. There's a lot of self-interest on themselves. And sometimes the compassion gets lost. Um, but, you know, wild times, right? Yes. <laughs> Once in a lifetime experience, for sure. Yeah. Hopefully. I hope so. Well, let everyone know how they can find you. Um, share the website again, your handles. Sure. Well, thanks again for having me, Akila. Oh this is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's a lot of fun. You can find me at moneyandmimosas.com and all of my social media handles are there. I usually hang out on Instagram the most. And um, yeah, every week I send out some free, some money tips along with a reflection message every Sunday. So if you're, if you're on this path of self-discovery, you can sign up for those free updates on moneyandmimosas.com. Well, I look forward to making money with you. <laughs> Dang, oh, I, like this. <laughs> I do i'm excited and um i look forward to our our various collaborations that we'll have in the future as well i have to say you are a true uh a gift a monetary gift um <laughs> but like personally and uh professionally so it's always great chatting with you and feeling your vibes and your energy and now i'm really excited to apply to RFQ and all these other things that I'm doing to bring money in, but in a very cool, confident, I got this way. So. Yes. yes. Thank you for that. I received yeah. that. Oh yeah. It's, it's absolutely true. So um, thank you for joining us and to everyone out there keeping amazing. Thanks for listening to the Change Today podcast. You can learn more at changekaday.com. That's the word change and kaday like cadet, C-A-D-E-T, or follow Change Kaday or at Change Kaday Podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, comment, and share. I'm a black business, y'all, and I appreciate it. Thanks for listening.